Jesus, keep my soul, I pray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now, Lord, keep my tongue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sing, Lord, I want to live for thee. Come now. Lord, I want to live for thee. Oh, yeah. Oh, be my strength.
Beginning with verse 1. These are the words that you will find. God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. Therefore, will not we fear, though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, Though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, there is a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God and the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her, and shall not be moved. God shall help her. And that right early. Amen. I, I want for just a few minutes to talk from that passage and this one line. There is a river. There is a river. The greatest offering to mankind from the Word of God without contradiction is the plan of salvation. Go all the way through the Bible, read it as much as you want to, but you'll find nothing greater than God's plan of salvation. It's there where we learn not only about man's fall away from God, but where we also get instructions as to how to get back to God through his son, Jesus Christ. All of that is found in the word of God. 
The Bible teaches us that through our belief in his death, burial, and resurrection, we have victory over death and the grave. That, my brothers and sisters, without a doubt, is the greatest message of the Bible. But after that, after that, 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 that mess, opinions vary on what is next. After that, opinions vary on what is the next most important message. Some say that it, it, it is the unlocking of the mysteries of the universe. Some say that it's the message of the Holy Spirit. The debate goes on on what, what else? What is the, uh, the greatest part of the Bible? It goes on and on because different things are important to different people. But as for me, I believe that one of the greatest offerings to us from the Word of God is the offering or the message of His continual presence with us. Amen. Amen. Are y'all hearing me? Amen. I, Amen. That's important to me to know that God is with me everywhere I go, all the time, every day. You see, if we're not careful, my brothers and sisters, we will relegate God to history and only see him in light of what he used to be in time gone by. But I believe that the living word of God keeps before us and presses the fact that God is a right now. God. I wonder if I got a witness here. If he's ever been God, he's God right now. He is a right now God. In other words, all that he has ever been, he is right now. Anything that he has ever done. I wonder if I got a witness here. He's able to do it right now. If he did it before, he can do it again. I believe that, that, that that's the point of the psalmist. I believe the psalmist is making the point to us today that it says God is our refuge. God is our strength. He's letting us know that God is a very present. He ain't something in the, in the past. He, he's a very present help in the time of trouble. Oh, my brothers and my sisters, one would be hard-pressed to find a stronger word of assurance than Psalm 46. A word that throws in our laps, and I'm going to make up a word here, the isness of God. Are y'all hearing me? I know, I know that's, that's a made-up word. All that means is that God is right now. He is a right now God. Well, my brothers and my sisters, all about testimony about God, all about testimony about his mighty power ought not be in the past tense. I just said something. All of our testimony ought not be what he used to do and what he, y'all hear me, and what he did. You ought to have some present tense testimony. Only that anybody house got, got a present tense testimony. God 
is the joy and the strength of my life. Y'all hear me? The Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is blessing me right now. He is my all in all. He is my strength from day. Are y'all hearing this? And, and the reason why, the reason why you ought to have this present tense view of God is because your view of God shapes how you react and how you respond to things right now. Y'all hearing this? Psalmist here says, because I have a present tense view of God, I will not fear. It's right there in the book. Because I know who he is, because I know who he is right now, I will not fear. And it's very interesting in this text that the declaration not to fear proceeds the description of what that is to be fearful about. Before he even knows what's out there, he's already saying, I ain't scared. Are y'all here? I will not fear. I already made up my mind that no matter what comes my way, I will not fear. He's already declared that. Look at it. Look at it. He says, though the earth be removed. He already said, I ain't scared. But though the earth be removed, though the mountains be carried into the sea, though the waters roar and are troubled and the mountains shake before any of that happened, he said, I ain't scared. I will not. Are y'all hearing me? I will not fear. One of the things that fascinates me most about the word of God is its timelessness. Words that were written thousands of years ago and still speak to our situations and our lives right now. As I look at the condition of the world that we're living in right now and situations we face, it, it occurs to me that this psalm, though it was written thousands of years ago, could have been written last week. Are y'all hearing this? Because it describes to the T the chaotic time that we are living in right now. Naturally, hurricanes, tornadoes, earthquakes, floods, forest fires, burning up everything. Are y'all hearing me? And that's just nature right there. Then add that, man's inhumanity against each other. Folk who care nothing about the laws of man are the laws of God. And then add to that, folk who have a perverted word of God, who have perverted the word of God to the extent that sinners don't even take the church serious. This particular psalm is written to speak directly to the circumstances of the people of God. And because of that, it is recorded as one of the songs of Zion. You see, my brothers and sisters, that is power in the songs of Zion. Y'all hear me? That, that's power. There's a reason why every Sunday you show up here, we sing something out of the hymn book. 
Are you hearing me? That, there's a reason why we don't throw away these hymn books. That, there's a reason why there's something in the songs of Zion, especially those that are recorded here in this songbook. Are y'all hearing me? That's why I have a hard time understanding why people of God to refuse, how the, why, why in the Bible the people of God refuse to sing the songs of Zion when their enemies gave them a chance. You remember they went to them and said, sing us one of the songs of Zion. And sadly enough, rather than sing, they said, how can we sing the Lord's song in this strange land? Are y'all hearing me? Oh, but my brothers and my sisters, let me tell you something. You ought to be able to sing the songs of Zion no matter where. You, are y'all hearing me? I don't care where I find myself. I got a song in my heart and a tune on my lips. I can always sing the songs. The songs of Zion. But as a matter of fact, Isaiah said 35.10, Isaiah 35.10, he says, uh, when the song of Zion's was sung, sorrow and sighing have to flee. That's what Isaiah said. He said, you sang that stuff. Anybody, I, I wonder if I got one witness here that sometimes just a little song on your heart, just a little something you can hum right now, some kind of way it will lift your, are y'all hearing this? My brothers, my brothers and my sisters, if there has ever been a time, there's ever been a time that we need sorrow and sighing to flee, that time is right now. So everybody, child of God, everybody ought to have a song on your heart. I'm trying to help you out. Oh, everybody ought to have some kind of song on your heart. You may not be able to carry a tune in a bucket with a lid on it. <laughs> Are you hearing me? But you ought to have a song somewhere in your heart. I know I got at least one witness in the house that have been down to your last and didn't know which way you were going, but somehow that song just found a way. Are y'all hearing me? I declare he will give you songs in the midnight hour. <sighs> but, but, but this particular song was written in the songbook for the children of Israel that they may sing it and cease their sighing and their sorrowing. They were in a sad time and he gave them this song that they might sing it, that they might, all of that might come to an end. But as I go through the text, and it's a lovely text, and as I said, it seems to speak to us right now, where we are right now. But while the word while, while the whole song is beautiful in its wording, I've always been awed by this one line that somehow makes me happy every time I run across it. And that simple word says, there is a river. I don't know what it is about that, Deacon Bailey, that just makes me... Makes me want to shout. I, I don't know what it is. I, I think it has something to do with the fact that it doesn't stop. It just keeps. 
Y'all ain't hearing me. Just, I don't know what it is about it. It just makes me want to shout every day. There is, there is a river. In the midst of all of the chaos, in the midst of earthquakes and mountains crumbling into the sea, but right in the midst of all of that chaos, there is There is a river. That statement seems, it sent me to research and see exactly what the psalmist is talking about when he says there is a river. He's saying that in the midst of all that's going on, that is still flowing a life-giving stream. Look at a map. Look at a map of all the major population centers of the world. And you will find that most people choose to live near water. Because as long as that is water, that is the presence of what living things need to keep on living. Are y'all hearing me? We as a people, talking about us now, we as a people, we, we've had a special relationship with rivers. Our foreparents worked around rivers and they studied the river and they drew a lot of inspiration and hope from what they learned about the river. You would hear our foreparents singing stuff like, yeah, old man river. He must know something, but he don't say nothing. He just keeps rolling. Don't y'all act like y'all ain't ever heard that. He just keeps rolling along. There's some stuff like Deep River. My home is over Jordan. Deep River, Lord, uh, I want to cross over in the campground. I, I'm going to lay down my burdens down by the, are y'all hearing me? There is a precious fountain that is free to all. It's flowing. Are y'all hearing me? I don't know. I don't know what the psalmist was facing. I don't know what he was looking into or what was happening. But it sounded like he was facing some traumatic situation. And sometimes the Bible writers use poetic language to portray political and social chaos. They, they learned how to use the language to talk about what was going on during the day. And my brothers and my sisters, if there's ever been a time of political and social chaos, that time is right now. You see why you need to be singing? Are y'all hearing me? Our folk in Washington, D.C. making decisions about you, you, you need to sing. You, you need to lift your voice and sing. There are some crazy folk sitting in the White House uh, and around the White House. There are crazy folk in government who are making decisions about you and me. Are y'all here? And then even crazier folk trying to get in it. Y'all better sing. You, you better find your song to sing. Every day, 
There's a new news cycle. There's a new news cycle that points to corruption. It points to calamity. But I, I just thank God that in the midst of all of that, there is a river. In the midst of all of the trouble, all of the care, there is a river. There is a constant flow of the power of God. Listen at how the psalmist said it. There is a river. The streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. Now, the strange part of this is that the city of God, which is Jerusalem, the, the one that the psalmist is writing about, the strange thing is the city of Jerusalem has no river going through it. <laughs> yeah, that's strange. It doesn't even have a river. It never has had a river going through it. At least not water. <laughs> Y'all ain't hearing me. So, if you think of a river only as water, this makes no sense. So the psalmist here is not talking about water, yet the psalmist is talking about an ever-flowing, life-giving presence. What is that ever-flowing, life-giving presence that makes the city glad? What is this ever-flowing, life-giving presence that delivers us from all of our fears? What is this ever-flowing, life-giving presence that keeps our enemies at bay? What is this river? Psalmist says, goes ahead and says, it tells us that this river is the ever-presence of God. He's always there. Y'all hear him? There's never a time that God is not there. There's never a time that God is not in place. I, can, I can't speak for anybody else, but I'm glad that in the midst of all of the craziness that's going on in the world right now, that there is a river. Anybody want to shout? That's a pretty good place right there. There is a river. There's chaos in Washington, D.C., but there is a river. Folk getting meaner and meaner, meaner, but there is a river. The Klan is coming back, not in robe, but with their faces wide open, but there is <laughs> there is a river. It comforts me to know that there is an ever-present help in the time of trouble, there is a river. I'm glad that there is a precious fountain that is free to all, that flows from, there is, there is a river. That there is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins and sinners that's me and you. That sinners plunge them and deep that flood and lose all that. Are y'all hearing me? I thank God that there is, there is a river.
a river that reaches to the highest mountain and it flows I wonder if I can get a witness here it flows to the lowest valley are y'all hearing there is a river that flowed from deep within there is a fountain that frees the soul from sin there is a fountain that frees us from all of our fears now hear the invitation come to the fountain yeah. come to the fountain there is a vast supply there is a river that will never run dry so here is my invitation this morning come to the fountain so rich and so sweet cast thy poor soul at the Savior's feet plunge in the day and be made complete glory 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 to his name well uh, where does it come from yeah a river has to start uh, from somewhere yeah i learned in elementary school yeah we had to study the great chattahoochee yeah and we found that the chattahoochee yeah it begins way up in habersham county yeah it's just a little bitty stream yeah but then it picks up a little water yeah comes on down through stevens county yeah comes on down through hall county yeah and then all at once uh, it's a great chattahoochee yeah well where uh, does this stream come from yeah are y'all hearing me yeah well my brothers and sisters uh, let me tell you uh, where the stream uh, comes from uh, it flows uh, from Calvary's uh, mountain yeah it flows uh, from that place yeah where they took my savior yeah, where they hung him uh, on an old cross uh, they nailed his hands uh, they nailed his feet uh, and he never uh, said a mumbling word uh, and the blood uh, came streaming down uh, and ever since then uh, we've been singing uh, that is a fountain yeah, filled with blood uh, from, from Emmanuel veins and sinners plunge beneath that blood and they lose all their guilty stain yes I'm glad that he shed his blood just for me he died on an old cross they laid him in a barry tomb but I'm glad I'm glad that the grave could not yet hold him down but according to the word it was right early y'all ain't hearing me don't know what time it was it might have been four five or six I don't know what time it was all I know it was early 
morning, uh, Sunday morning, uh, he got up, uh, he got up uh, with all power in his hand. Yes, yeah, I'm going to my seat now. Yeah, but the blood that Jesus shed for me, yeah, way back on Calvary, yeah, that blood that gives me strength from day to day, it will never, it will never. It will never lose its fire. Yeah. It reaches to the highest mountain. Yeah. But that wasn't where I was. But I thank God that it flows to the lowest valley. The blood that gives me strength from day to day. It will never. It will never. It will never lose its power. There is a river. <laughs> there is a river. That, that ought to make you shout now. There is a river. The news might be depressing, but there is a river. Some somebody gets shot every night, but there is a river. Guns everywhere, but there is. Hey! It ought to mean something to you now. The blood that Jesus shed for me way back on Calvary. The blood that gives me anybody needs strength. The blood that gives me strength from day to day. And here's the good news right here. It will never anybody want to shout? I say it will never it will never lose. That's it. It will never lose. Oh, it ought to mean something to you now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yellow, yellow. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Lift your voices with me. The blood
Talking about the river, it's true. Yeah, yeah. My doubt, and it comes all of my tears, and it dries all my tears. Oh, yeah. If you don't have a church home, 
found this to be a place where the river flows peacefully. Come give yourself to this body. of her. Somebody ought to give him praise. I know chaos is breaking out in your life, but you learn today peace still surrounds you because our God is still with you. He is an ever-present help in the time of trouble. Is there anybody that can give him praise because you got peace like a river? Amen. a long time ago somebody said I feel better <laughs> so much better since I laid my burden anybody lay your burden down anybody lay your burden down amen 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 we're gonna just stand up and we're gonna pray together if you will get your offering ready however you give it we're gonna pray together get your offering together we're gonna pray not only for our offering, but we also going to pray for you. If there are those who want to come to the altar and to lay your burdens here at the altar so you can leave them, you can also, you've been invited to come. If you will, come. If you want to come, 
as we're going to pray with one another. Red Brother Ross, come pray for us. Oh, come. If you, if you need prayer, find the worth of prayer. Come on. That's all right. That's all right. The Bible says men should always pray and faint not. Pray for our families dealing with bereavement. Pray for our family dealing with sickness. But also we can pray in rejoicing for what God is yet doing. Come on, Brother Richard. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you now. Our stature is one of meekness, lowliness, and humility before your great and awesome presence. Whether we are here gathered together in this room or virtually, Lord God, you are everywhere. You are in the room and in the midst right now. And we just thank you, oh God, for being concerned about our troubles. Father God, you are God that not only did you create us, Father God, but you promised that you would be with us for all time. You're with us in all seasons, Lord God. And God, we thank you, Lord. Whether we're on the mountaintop or down low in the valley, Lord, you are always with us, oh God. And for that, God, we thank you, Lord. Lord, we heard your word that said that you are ever present help father God and we we come Lord God to celebrate the isness of God oh God we just thank you right now Lord God we thank you Lord God for being right here in the middle of the situation in the in the sick room Lord God you're right there father God where we're crying tears of bereavement father you're right there father God where we're anxious about our job Lord God you're right there father God where we got friends and loved ones that's out there in the streets Lord God you're right there father oh God we just thank you Lord God for no matter the situation or circumstance God you're right there and so God we give you praise we give you honor glory and praise Lord God we give you all the honor Lord God we we matter of fact we owe it to you God we owe you our praise Lord God you deserve our worship oh God because of who you are Lord God so while we're coming saying Lord help me out in this situation while we're coming saying Lord I need a healing while we're saying God touch me and help me through this bereavement while we're saying God solidify my job while we're saying God I don't have a job and I, I need my bills paid God while we're saying all of that God we're just saying thank you we're just saying thank you Lord God we glorify your name because you're worthy, Lord God. You saved me, Lord God, and you didn't save us for nothing, oh God. You saved us and you're a promise-keeping God. So, Lord God, everything will work out in the end, and if it ain't worked out, Lord God, it's not the end yet. God, we just thank you, God, for just keeping us, Father. You're awesome and amazing in all that you do, Father. And so we just sit here, Lord God, waiting on you, Lord God, but while we wait, 
with patient expectation God we're waiting on you Lord God we're going to serve you we're going to praise you we're going to glorify your name Lord God we're going to treat everybody right Father God we're going to do that that we are called to do Lord God to glorify your name why because you're worthy so God we just come to you Lord God saying Father anything that has escaped my humble lips my finite mind Father God I'm just saying we agree with your yes God your yes that says I'll do it your yes that says hold on your yes that says there's a delay but not a deny whatever your yes looks like God we are agreeing with your yes Father we just thank you we love you and we adore you Lord God we go home victorious today because we're going home knowing that you are an ever-present help and no matter the situation or circumstance, you are right here with us and our praise shall be in your ears. We thank you, we love you, and we adore you. In Jesus' mighty and matchless name, amen and amen. I think somebody need to hear this. Those say done should but fed Though trials should come, let this blessed assurance control that Christ has regarded our helplessness. Has shed his own blood all right, all right. for my soul. Oh, lift your voice and say, It is well with my soul. Oh, it is well. It is Yes, 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 yes. Amen. If I may remind all of us, Sister Eula Robinson and uh, her son, uh, Vince, uh, Vince passed away. He's gone home to be with the Lord. Uh, there's only Eula and Vince that we've known. We've seen them around all of here. The thing that I want to remind us is if you are available, services will be on Wednesday. And there's nothing sadder than going through anything like this alone. So please, let's try to, those who can, you know, maybe you don't remember, maybe you don't know, but uh, please, those who can, come and let's be supportive of our sister. Uh, the funeral will be on Wednesday at 11, Wednesday at 11. So please, if there are those, if you're available, just come. They're family. We are the family. We are family. So please, let's come and share that moment with them. Amen. As we prepare to leave also, our word for today, quarterlies are on both at both doors and so if you want a quarterly our pastor always says when you have a want a quarterly make sure you at least take one for yourself 
and one for your neighbor. Amen. So our quarterly is at both doors as you leave out. We ask that you would fellowship on the parking lot. We thank God for all of you. God be with us till we meet again. stumbling and able to present us faultless before his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God be glory be majesty be dominion and be authority and may it be both now henceforth and forevermore and all of God's people say several ways to submit your tithe and offering. Online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org slash give. On Cash App at dollar sign the church with zeal. Via the Givelify app. By mail to Salem Missionary Baptist Church, P.O. Box 817, Lilburn, Georgia 30048 or in person at the church office on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. It's not necessary to wait until Sunday to give. Online, Givelify, Cash App, or mail-in contributions may be submitted on any day of the week. Thank you for your continued support of the ministry at Salem Missionary Baptist Church.